0: Hey y'all, hey. Happy Sunday! I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Lex and the City Show. I don't know about you all, but I'm just happy to hear, be here. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be coronavirus negative in Jesus' name, and I'm happy the same for my loved ones, friends, family, enemies, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you, Father God. Amen. (laughs) Just had to start it off like that. But again, I just want to thank you all so much, and I do really hope that you all are doing what you can to try to stay safe and to also try to stay positive uh, rest in peace to anyone who knows you know who has um you know of course lost their lives to this pandemic that no one was expecting um at least none of us anyway and um I just pray that you all are doing what you can to help one another, love one another, share with one another, um, and just be there to, so and you know, pray for one another so that we can all get through this thing, okay, as best as we can. So um, if you're a Christian, fellow Christian out there, um, on, a, on a, you know, much deeper note, you shouldn't be completely surprised at what's going on, even though we don't blame God for anything. Um, at the end of the day, things happen. We live in a fallen world. Things are going to happen. That doesn't mean that God is punishing anyone per se. But we do know that certain things in the Bible and certain things are going to fulfill themselves. Um, Even for those of you who don't believe, that's just what we believe. And that's, you know, just, you know, that kind of, it just is what it is. Um, But that doesn't mean that things don't still happen to people who are saved as well. Because again, life is life. And God knows um, the end result of all things. So, but we shouldn't live in fear. And that, God forbid, even if we do get sick as Christians, we believe that there's a healing process as well. So if you don't know the word, 2 Timothy 1-7, Isaiah 53-5. Definitely go ahead and read those for yourself. Okay? And then, you know, even if you're not a Christian, um, if you believe something else, whatever you believe should be strong enough to sustain you in this type of situation. I know for me, I've been having to um, definitely um, keep it on a positive note and believing and trusting God for myself and my loved ones and friends and stuff and stuff as well so you know we all in the same boat with that but you know just make sure that you are staying positive okay and sticking to your beliefs even in the situation I know for me I'm a little stir crazy and not because of the virus but I have had to take two classes in two days online So, thank God for technology because they actually were in-person classes. We were able to do a web conference and a Zoom. And I still have one more class that I would like to be finished with um, in another day or two. So, y'all pray for me because, you know, your girl been in here working, working. And that's why, you know, I didn't get to post the episode as quickly as I would have liked to today. But, hey, I'm here because, thank God, having a podcast that I can just do through an app is coronavirus-proof. So hopefully that means that there will be more listeners this week because I have an important message coming up for you all. Okay, so um, (laughs) I'm just being silly y'all, but um, I wanted to also just make it a point that, you know, of course, like I said, I've been feeling a little stir crazy. And then, you know, just trying to make sure I keep my own anxiety down with everything that's going on. So, you know how the quote goes, if you can't change your situation, then you have to change your perspective about it. Um, so, in addition to praying and praising and studying the word and encouraging one another and people encouraging me as well in the Lord. Um, another thing that I'm grateful for is that I have old school parents, y'all. You know, I'm, I'm grateful that I have old school parents who taught me to always keep peroxide and alcohol, and flashlights, or matches, Um, you know, you know, my father is a proponent of aloe vera gel, so I actually found out just over the weekend that you can actually take, I think, aloe vera gel and ethyl alcohol and mix it together in some type of combination and make hand sanitizer so for those of you out there you know harassing the shelves and stuff hunting them down hunting down the trucks if you waiting for them to bring in more hand sanitizer find you some alcohol find you some um some um, aloe vera gel And get it popping. You know, I grew up in a household where we always kept bleach and different things like that. So thank God those are things that we already had before everybody decided to go out and ramshack all the store shelves. (laughs) So, and my parents, we got a deep freezer in the house. So they are proponents of packing them freezers top to bottom as much as possible with whatever possible. So, you know, I just thank God for that. I thank God to have food in the house. I thank God to have things that we already had. You know, we may not have been able to get the gloves and the masks, but um, we got some of that floating around here. Because guess what? My father does the artwork. He got masks. You know, my mother get her hair colored. My sister do it. We got gloves. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a lot of stuff really should be just stuff that you just have in the house anyway. It should be no reason why people has to run out to get everything. You know, some stuff you just got to know. Stock up. So hopefully that's a lesson that we all can take from this situation. Um, again, glad to have a place to live. Glad to have a vehicle to drive. Um, I had to take my little cover off my vehicle because I figured, you know, that could hold germs. So I'm gonna be, you know, getting in and out of the car, sanitizing my hands, wiping down and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm grateful to have a vehicle to drive. Um, even if it's some work that need to be done etc et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> that's a blessing in and of itself. Um, I'm grateful to have a job that's considered essential, you know? Um, I don't know, I'm grateful to have um, cleaner, we have cleaner at my job, you know, that we can use to spray, you know, to try to keep stuff down. I work during hours where it's not a lot of traffic and like people in and out of the building, so I consider that a blessing as well. Um, Because I did have to take a step back and move back home, I don't have as many bills, so I'm grateful for that you know, just in case, God forbid, something did happen and I couldn't go to work anymore and I wasn't getting paid, God forbid, you know, at least now I don't have as much to account for, you know, so I just thank God for that. Um, And just, you know, electricity, food, water, Wi-Fi, like I said, I was able to complete my classes, so I'm grateful for that. So I'm I'm saying all these things just to to say, because it might have been something that I said that maybe you also have in common that you didn't even think about. You know, so just again, we got to try to keep this thing into perspective because if we sit up there and watch the news all day, read the newspaper, you know, don't go outside. Like I said, I've been jammed up in the house just because of this school stuff. But in a couple of days, I'm going to take myself out somewhere. I don't care if I just go to the park or the playground somewhere. You know, I may take myself somewhere that I feel comfortable eating. I don't plan to just completely stop living my life behind this virus. My thing is, uh, they haven't even, to my knowledge, in the United States, in this area, I'm in the DMV, they haven't even quarantined us yet. However, it's people still living and acting like we're in quarantine. I get the concern. But to me, where does it stop? Because at the end of the day, anybody that knows about, you know, this, this world and society and everything, you cannot control everything. I mean, you should control what you could, but some stuff you just cannot control. And now, unless you live in a house with people or nobody by yourself and you're just going to stay in the house all day long and there's no reason nobody can come in and out with nothing, hey, by all means. But if you live in a home with other people, as I do, as most people do, kids, everything else, people come in and out, you never know what's on that person. That to me is, again, where your faith got to come into play. Like seriously, because if not you'd be worried about every single little thing, and you will go crazy, okay, so again, try to stay positive, try to you know keep the faith, try to pray, and believe that that is gonna be enough to outlast everything, okay, and then just you know, yeah, keep be on the up and ups, keep it positive, all right, so on that note, um, I did have some things that I wanted to mention. Because I did put up a post earlier on one of my pages and I asked people, you know, what were some ideas and what were some things that they were working on during this time, you know, in the house, you know, and, and some people are off work and stuff like that. Some people said that they're setting up a daily plan. People said that they're cleaning up their home. One woman said that she and her family are spending more time together, less time on their devices. I've seen people say that they were creating academic and spiritual structures for their kids. People were catching up on work. Um, someone said that they were actually planning a baby boomer party for the end of the year, I guess around her birthday. Um, and then there was a page that I thought was so cool, Savvy and Fly. And the person who runs the page said that you should take some free online classes for professional development. They advise people to seek alternative financial streams and to revamp our resume. As they were saying that a lot of times, we don't wait to do even these basic things until it's too late. So those are all things. If God has blessed you with Wi-Fi or if even some of these things you could just do on your cell phone nowadays, those plans, um, Boost Mobile, whatever the case may be, too mobile, it's a way that you can get unlimited data. You know, you can use your phone as a hotspot if you have a tablet. You know, whatever the case may be. I think for me, um, and I even put a comment to say different things that I'm doing, I feel like this time and times like this, the same thing that's like when we we snowed in, right, for example. It's amazing the creativity, the way that us as humans, glory to God, adjust to even seasons and moments and times like this. All of a sudden, you find all this time to spend with your friends. You find all this extra time to spend with your family, people that you see every day, but you don't even slow down long enough to really see them, if that makes sense, to really spend that quality time. So it's almost like reintroducing yourself to the people that you see on a regular basis. But everybody's so busy moving and going, and we got to be here, and we got to be there. And I talked about this in a few other different episodes. I'm not going to go too deep into that, but I'm just saying to me, another upside of situations like this is that it forces us to focus inward and upward and not just outward and just what we have to do next. Okay. So, you know, just working on things for yourself, personal development. I know for me, I have some business things that I need to work on. Since I since one gym that I go to is already closed down, the one in my job, I assume that even the bigger gyms is probably going to start to shut down in a minute as well. So for me, I'm thinking, how can I start getting my workout? Because I had developed a habit. So now for me, I'm trying to figure out, okay, Lexi, what videos you about to watch? What stretchy bands you about to go buy? <laughs> you know, you going to reinvest in another bike or something? Because my old, my old one the tires is messed up. What are you going to do to make sure that you still stay active? even with what's going on, you know, um, meal planning, because again, I don't want to live in fear. I just was at a chain the other day and you know, as bad as I want to say their name, I'm not because, you know, people find out stuff, people get sued, but I'm definitely thinking about reporting them to the health department because they didn't have hands up in the bathroom. So <laughs> again, not to put fear because nope, we not going to live in fear. I said a prayer over my food because it was already on the table. I was starving you know, trust God with the rest. However, that to me is disgusting because while that could have been something that most people, even myself included, might have overlooked before now with this situation, that's a big deal. And if anything, I feel like also, instead of being fearful, this situation should make us more health conscious. I know it's making me more health conscious. So um, I was going somewhere with that. So, you know, it just makes you focus in and focus more on the things that matter most. So again, find a way to stay positive. Find a way to keep yourself from going crazy. You know, find a way to learn how to reconnect and enjoy those that are around you. And I feel like if we just continue to keep the faith and believe, we'll all get through this. Okay? So on that note, the topic for the night is friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Those weekends depends on... Or we can go ahead and be like... What about your friends? Are you going to be around? <laughs> oh, listen. Y'all have no idea. <laughs> I like to sing. I got a song or a lyric or a line or something for everything. And I can't wait till I saw her to go live so y'all can see me out Goofy when I'm <laughs> in singing and whatnot. But, um, no, seriously... I know that on a few podcast episodes ago, now we on episode 11, glory to God, hey, hey. Um, a few podcast episodes ago, I definitely had talked about relationships in general. Then I did another one and I spoke about family. And believe it or not, those topics have gotten more airplay. So I assume even this one is, which tells me that we all can still use more work on our relationships, on our personal relationships, business relationships, et cetera. It is an important thing, even though people, for some reason, social media and everything, tries to act like it's not. It really is. Um, because your relationships can take you places. Okay? So, you know how the quote goes. It's not what you know, but who you know. And that that's true on so many different levels. So, I had just posed a question on a couple of my pages. And I asked people to define the word friend. I asked people to give some attributes of friends. And I asked people what do they look for in friendships? And I asked one final question I asked people, do they test their friendships? And there's a reason I asked that. I'll try to make sure I come back to that later. So what was interesting to me though is that no one could give me one basic definition of friends. Okay? And so for me personally, and I'm gonna come back to this as well. I learned to use a biblical context for the word friendship, but before I learned that biblical context, I had my own attributes as to what I considered being a good friend, and I'll share those in a minute. But some of the responses I got was one woman went in to talk about how she no longer questions different people who are no longer in her life because she knows that God had a purpose and a plan for that, and that that meant that he was just kind of weeding out the bad seeds and the bad apples, I guess to bring her better into her life. And then she actually started to lose friends as her life started to get better. I know that that happens. I've been there, done that, Um, or been through that. Um, I had another woman say that she likes to be, she considers a person a friend um, who treats her how they treat themselves. And my response was, that's a good thing, as long as the other person treats themselves appropriately. And and the fact of the matter is, (laughs) and I didn't even put this in my notes, but... We really do treat people normally how we treat ourselves. So keep that in mind. If someone is disrespecting you, mistreating you, dishonoring you, hurting you, more than likely that's because they have some type of self-hatred or something else going on within themselves. That's why they say hurt people hurt people. So just pay attention to that. Um, Another woman who specifically asked at least one of my questions, and I can appreciate that, um, she said that she appreciates people who are consistent, and who have good communication. Well, loyal. Loyal, she said, and good communication. And um, we our birthday's around the same time. <laughs> so I'll just say that. So I definitely told her I can see her point, and I agree with her, and I appreciated her feedback. So that's just a few of the comments that I received. But I know for me, um, some things that I consider friendly is also loyalty. But then... Eh, that To me, the loyalty piece is iffy because, and the reason I say this is because I'm in a situation where I'm pretty sure that there's a possibility that the person on the other side of this situation is looking at me like I'm not as loyal as they thought they were. To me, loyalty, to a certain extent, only goes with so far, only because if it gets to be to the point where the relationship is no longer beneficial for either party, whether it be me or the other person, um, then to me, that is isn't a reason to just break away. Now, that doesn't mean that because we're not cool, I'm going to go behind your back and talk about you like a dog. And I will hope that a person wouldn't do that to me. But someone on the outside looking in could be like, well, they ain't loyal. Because why every time soon something happened, or soon it look like this or soon it feel like this, you want to quit the person? Eh. You know, I don't know about y'all, but I'm starting to learn more and more that different relationships, different people come into your life, and it really is for a season. Everybody is not meant to be there for years. Um, I also have to, because some of my closest friends um, that I've had since I was a child, I'm no longer friends with. Because, again, the relationships became toxic. Like, I had one friend that I've been friends with since I was in elementary school. We're no longer friends anymore. I don't have no animosity. That's one thing I will say. If I'm an enemy to somebody, they push me to that point. So I have one person in my mind that stands out that I can say is an enemy now. And I never thought I would be enemies with this person. But at the same time, it took me a minute to get there. I was pushed to that point. But I don't try to make enemies. I try to make peace. Meaning, will somebody want to leave me alone? I, I learned to let people go, and, and and I hope what people would do the same for me. So I ain't got to bad mouth for you. We ain't got to gossip behind your back. You know, it's like I become a non-factor to you, you become a non-factor to me, but i still pray for you, wish you well. That's it, you know? So that's to me, that's loyalty. Um, now, um, I would say though, consistency, trustworthiness, dependability. And so, with it being dependability, I want to know that is it a mutually beneficial relationship? Again, to me, if it's not a mutually beneficial relationship, and what I mean by that is it don't have to be necessarily 50-50. It don't have to be, you know, whatever people try to say. However, I should be getting something out of this friendship relationship. You should be getting something. We both might be getting something different. You might be getting an ear when you're going through something and somebody that you know you can depend on. I might be getting someone who um, I know for a fact can give me good advice you know say I can't depend on this person financially or something but every time I need an ear, they're there so it has to be something that everybody is getting out of the situation if only one person is benefiting and the other person feel like they're not benefiting anything or even worse that they're losing more than they're gaining that's a problem I don't agree that that's, that relationship needs to continue. Unless it's like a child, parent, you know, some other type of dependent relationship. But if we talk of friendships now, no, that's a no-go. Um, also, I like people who are honest, meaning a truth teller. I don't want you to just tell me what you think I want to hear or what you think I can handle. Tell me the truth. I don't care how bad or brutal it is. For example, I had an ex-boyfriend, you all And he would tell me stuff. I would ask him questions. He would tell me the honest truth. He wasn't doing like baby boy. Someone said, I lie to you because I care about your feelings. No, 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 no. When I asked this man anything, he would tell me the brutal, honest truth. And then, of course, what ladies, we say we want the truth, but we don't, mm mm-mm, no. It used to hurt my feelings, make me feel some type of way. But at the end of the day, I respected him. He had my respect because I knew if I asked him a straight-up question, he was going to give me a straight-up answer. No chaser. (laughs) So, straight no chaser. So, you know, that's just something to put out there. Um, I think that was it. Again, just making sure that everyone grows in a relationship. So, my comment, though, is, you know, how people always want to be quick to say, well, I don't have any friends or I don't have any good friends. What are friends. But have you ever, (laughs) have you ever had someone say they want a good friend, but they act unfriendly? Like, how can you say you want a good friend? And number one, you're not even a good friend to yourself. That's one, that's one thing. Learn to be good to yourself. (laughs) Talked about this multiple times. Something I'm always having to challenge myself on. But learn how to be good to you. How you gonna be good to anybody else if you don't even know how to truly be good to you? So learn to be your own friend first, okay? And then from that, you know, people talk about, I don't have good friends, but then you do unfriendly stuff, like gossiping, not friendly, lying, who's skinny your teeth, not friendly, stealing from people, that's not friendly, (laughs) switching up, being inconsistent, selfish, and self-centered, that's not friendly, passive-aggressive, guilty, I've been that, I have my moments, I'm that. But basically, passive aggressive is just a symptom of being immature in that moment. So we all need to put our big girl, big girl, get big boy panties on and drawers on, and the inability to communicate. That's also a symptom of being passive aggressive because you don't know how to properly and fully and effectively communicate out of fear, insecurity, whatever the case may be. So you just choose to be passive aggressive, being immature. You know, childish. You know, you play too many games. You always play, always on joke time. You don't take nothing to nobody seriously. That could be a turn off for some people. That can be considered unfriendly. Lack of ambition or direction. You know, which means that a person like that will only hold you back. Again, that's when I say you got to detach. Forget the loyalty piece. If I'm not growing in this relationship, we not developing each other like the Bible does say, iron sharpens iron. We not sharpening one another, then that means we dull in one another. And that's the problem. So then you might have to move on. So again, those are just some examples of how you're not friendly. So okay, again, be what you, like the young woman said, be the kind of person that you want to attract. You know, if you want a certain person to be friends with, then learn to practice just being that person within yourself. Ask the Lord to help you. Ask God to help you, you know. But you we can't keep complaining. I know for me, I went through a lot of seasons of loneliness and not having friends. One issue that I had, I know for a fact I was very narcissistic um, in the past. Um, You know, just very selfish, self centered. Um, I was sensitive, like overly sensitive. Like a person couldn't even crack a joke with me. I was so sensitive. Um, which really was, like, defensive, you know. And sometimes when you grow up in a household or in an environment where you constantly feel criticized and attacked, you do become more defensive. So those were all things that made me hard to be friends with, you know. And so over time, you know, through prayer, self you know, searching myself, I have been, I have gone to therapy, I had to learn these things about myself. I'll never forget a therapist told me one time I was complaining about something I was going through with my circle of friends at the time. And she told me that I had a situation where basically I had some unresolved hurt and I had negative expectations about friendships in general. And so because of that, I would... Beat them to the punch so to speak It was like a self-fulfilling prophecy So because I went into the relationship Already thinking this is what was going to happen I would basically (laughs) self-sabotage My own relationships Before they even had a chance to grow And get better or whatever the case may be Because I would automatically think The worst about a person Or the worst about a situation So you know that's just a little You know something right there But again I just felt the need to talk about this Because my whole point was we're asking the question to different people, is that nobody has one definition of the word friend. So again, I'm going to mention the biblical definition, which I think even if you're not a Christian, it's you know you, it's a, it's a it's a nice quote from the Bible, but it can be applied to any relationship, any friendship. Um, but because everyone's definition of friendship is different, a lot of times, I think that you kind of just have to get to know people. You know, get to know then who they are as a person, get to know them in and out, get to know their strengths, their weaknesses. Some people are very guarded. So sometimes it takes time to get to know people. But I do feel like for the people, for my, like for myself, the people that are my closest best friends are people who have built up a certain amount of trust for me over time. And like I mentioned earlier, for me, that's being consistent. They were consistently the same person in every situation, you know, good or bad. I can take a person who act out a little bit who cuss you know i got a girlfriend who's very short-tempered and impatient however that is her (laughs) and that's been her since i've known her so that's not to say that she's not getting better and she's not growing no she is but some stuff is just a person's makeup some stuff is just a person's temperament So you kind of have to get to know that. Um, I have a young lady who I'm in class with, and she's a straight shooter. I said at the end of the day, I can respect that person because they're not one way over here with this group of people and another way over here with this other group of people. So I think that it just takes getting to know one another. Like I said, the good, bad, indifferent. Learning, hey, can I work with this person's downfalls? Can they work with mine? You know, Can we help each other grow in these areas? And then go from there. So the Bible does say in Proverbs 18, 24, New King James Version, it says a man who has friends must himself be friendly. And that goes, and listen, I put in quotation, that goes for getting a man too, ladies. But the scripture says a man who has friends must himself be friendly. When I looked up the word friendly and it came up with the definition from the Oxford Dictionary, it simply says kind and pleasant, kind and pleasant, basic, simple, Again, those other things I listed, lying, <laughs> gossiping, you know, being two-faced, and which basically is inconsistent, you know, all these different things, those are not kind and friendly things, so all you have to do is be kind and friendly, and guess what, people will begin to be kind and friendly to you. Now, I know for me, I probably was a little too nice, I had to learn some boundaries, you know, I had to learn to be a little bit more assertive, a little bit more affirmative, a little bit, and set up boundaries, you know, that's in any situation. However, you don't have to be, excuse my language, a bitch to do that. Okay. And that can go both ways. All right. So anyway, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Didn't keep you all long. Just wanted to talk about a topic that I feel like we all still struggle with. So hopefully you'll take the little nuggets that were sprinkled throughout this podcast episode. And go make you some friends. And then when you make you some friends, come back and say, Lexi, shy day that you made you some friends, okay? So, anyway, again, I started off giving honor to God. I got to end it by giving honor to God. I thank Him so much for having this platform that I was still able to come on and do a show for you all at night on a Sunday and not have to leave my place of comfort to be exposed to the elements in the germies. And so I'm grateful for that. And you all are at risk by listening to this podcast because y'all don't have to go nowhere to listen to it either. And I thank you so much for listening. Again, if you don't know Jesus, please definitely visit the podcast episode I have. That's a quick uh, salvation prayer. I believe it's only three minutes. I can guarantee you, you won't regret the decision. But if you're not saved, you're not ready to make that step, I still thank you for your support. I still thank you for listening. Hopefully you will make that step one day. Because trust me, with everything that's going on right now, that is the invisible protection that you definitely need. Thank you all so much. Love you. Peace. Have a great blessed week. Be safe. Stay coronavirus free. Amen. the giveaway word for tonight is loyalty. The giveaway word for tonight is loyalty. Be sure to send it to me in my DMs at I am Lexi Sade, L-E-X-Y-S-A-D-A, or go ahead and send it to me at Lex and the City Show underscore podcast, or hit me up on Facebook as well. And again, the keyword is loyalty. Every time you send me that keyword for the night, the giveaway word, Then you will get another drawing into my free monthly giveaway for tuning into the Lex in the City show. Thank you so much.